The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine featuring topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Duke. This month... Microsoft and the American Council of the Blind partner to advance accessibility. Registration for the ACB mid-year meetings is now open, and the American Printing House for the Blind has a new president. Welcome to ACB Reports for January 2016. The American Printing House for the Blind begins 2016 with a new president. The American Printing House for the Blind in Louisville, Kentucky, is the world's largest company devoted solely to researching, developing, and manufacturing products for people who are blind or visually impaired. APH is pleased to announce that Dr. Craig Metter is president of APH as of January 1st. A former teacher and educational leader for blind and visually impaired children, Dr. Metter has served as vice president of educational services and product development at APH since May of 2015. He began serving as president on January 1st, 2016, succeeding Dr. Tuck Tinsley III, who will be retiring after 27 years of dedicated and innovative leadership at APH. Since joining the American Printing House for the Blind, Dr. Medor has led a team of 90 professionals in the areas of field services, communications, and research and product development. He has worked closely with the production and finance departments to improve the product development process at APH. The mission of the American Printing House for the Blind is to promote the independence of blind and visually impaired persons by providing specialized materials and products needed for education and life, said Dr. Metter. Craig has the vision, energy, and skills to address APH's noble mission through partnerships with new technology companies, educational institutions, and leaders from government, said Barrett Nichols, chairman of the APH Board of Trustees and chief executive officer of BSG Financial Group. We look forward to working with Craig and building on the strong platform and legacy that Tuck Tinsley has so successfully put into place, he added. Dr. Metter came to the American Printing House for the Blind from the state of Washington, where he was employed as the director of outreach services and state vision consultant. In that position, he served as the State Department's APH ex officio trustee and a member of the APH Educational Products Advisory Committee. Prior to that, he was the principal at the Washington State School for the Blind, where he served for 24 years, beginning as a teacher.
from the American Council of the Blind. You're listening to ACB Reports. On December 17, 2015, Microsoft Corporation and the American Council of the Blind announced they will partner on efforts to advance the accessibility of information technologies. Through this partnership, ACB and Microsoft will work together to enable planned updates to various Microsoft products to better meet the needs of persons with visual impairments. To deliver great solutions for people with disabilities, accessibility must be central to our culture and an integral part of how we design and build Microsoft products, said Rob Sinclair, Chief Accessibility Officer at Microsoft. By working with the American Council of the Blind, we will gain valuable user insights, which will help us deliver more powerful assistive technology as well as more inclusive and empowering experiences to help every person on the planet achieve more. The partnership will provide a more consistent flow of information and dialogue between Microsoft and ACB. It better enables Microsoft to deliver on its mission of empowering every person on the planet to do more and responds to customer requests. Having access to information through accessible technology is critical for our members as they pursue education, employment, and perform everyday tasks, said Eric Bridges, Executive Director of the American Council of the Blind. We are pleased to build on the previous engagements we've had with Microsoft, and we look forward to working more closely with the teams to review and develop new features and upgrades. ACB Executive Director Eric Bridges discussed the partnership on a recent edition of Soundprints, the weekly audio magazine of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Eric Bridges is the new executive director with the American Council of the Blind, and I'm speaking with him now about a a major announcement that was made on Thursday, December 17. And uh, Eric, uh, welcome to Soundprints, and I'm going to let you tell us about this latest announcement, this latest accomplishment. Well, it's good to be back with you, Carla. For the last several years, really, uh, the the blind community has been, I think, rather frustrated with the inconsistency of of, uh, accessibility of a lot of Microsoft's applications. And many blindness advocacy organizations from from around the world have been to Microsoft, including us, to talk with them about our concerns and uh, a little bit about um, ways that they could make these products better. And uh, the sort of the, the kind of the tipping point that really, I would say, made a lot of folks in the blind community very angry uh, was the launch of Windows 10 in uh, late July, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was launched, and the the email client and the uh, internet browser are really not accessible uh, for screen reader users. Mm -hmm. And this is something that that had been talked about with Microsoft. In fact, we did a resolution this year uh, calling on Microsoft to, you know, to, to deal with this issue before the release. 
and uh, Microsoft came to our convention and spoke during one of the general sessions. And so we reached out to Microsoft to let them know that we were not happy. What we found is that there is actually uh, a cultural shift that's beginning to take place inside the organization. Uh, it obviously had not happened quickly enough to <laughs> prevent the problems with Windows 10, mm -hmm. but that there was a shift underway, and we were able to highlight those two issues plus some others with regard to inaccessible applications or not very usable applications. Mm -hmm. Things and that were problematic. Yes. While they might be accessible, they might not be fully accessible or... Uh, or really usable, right? And yeah, yeah. pain in the butt to, to try and, <laughs> exactly. and, and navigate. Right. So we entered into a, a series of discussions with them, and really what was publicized yesterday was, uh, I think, a very good first step in sort of our second generation kind of relationship with Microsoft. We've had a, a relationship with Microsoft for roughly 20 years. Mm -hmm. For some of the time, it's been really good. For some of the time, it hasn't been all that good. What I will say, Carla, is that the accessibility team at Microsoft is a dedicated and committed group of people. The challenge has been, not with them, but with the rest of the company and their overall commitment to accessibility and uh, not you know, uh, releasing products that have all kinds of bugs in them from an accessibility standpoint and all sorts of things. And well, so, Microsoft has a habit of releasing products with bugs in it, whether it's accessible or not. This is true. <laughs> this is very they, true. they are not discriminating based on where no. the bugs are. <laughs> no. So we've um, we've had the you know the the uh, the ability through these discussions to meet with senior leaders to talk with them about these issues and this partnership is a you know it, we view this as a long term partnership that allows us to look at the various applications that they're either building or iterating off of to see the level of accessibility, to interface with their folks that are actually coding and doing other things to make sure that what they're doing is going to work for blind people, not just for ACB members, but, you know, this this agreement is an ACB agreement, it, or partnership is a better way to put it. But really, what we're wanting to do is to help make Microsoft great again at accessibility. They were once really good to great. And they want to get there again, and we're here to help them with that. So we have the ability to test stuff, uh, our, some of our members. And, you know, it, obviously it, it's sort of the straw that broke the camel's back with us were the, the email client and the browser. But, you know, we're going to be able to help and to advise on the sort of uh, soup the nuts, as it were, with, regard to the accessibility of, the, of a lot of their applications. That will make a major difference in the ability of blind and visually impaired people to not only handle computer tasks on a personal level, but I should think it would make a major difference in the ability of people with 
vision loss to work in different environments um, and to to really be effective in a lot of areas out there in, a, in an employment-related uh, scenario as well. Yeah, you know, the employment arena, the enterprise environment is is still dominated by Microsoft and Microsoft Office. Even people that work at rival competitors, they still rely upon, you know, an application like Microsoft Word or Excel or PowerPoint right. uh, to get their work done. Right. And so, you know, it's ingrained in the employment arena. And the really nice thing that I will say is that Microsoft was very willing to talk and to really sit and listen and then provide their feedback. So I'm very happy that our relationship is strong, um, mm-hmm. even after something that was really not acceptable happened uh, with right. Windows 10. Right. Well, and, and yesterday when the press release came out, it was uh, a press release that had both Arlington, Virginia, where you are, and Redmond, Washington, where Microsoft is, um, on that press release. And then there was a follow-up message as well um, that I thought was pretty impressive. Yeah. So Satya Nadella, who's the chairman and CEO of Microsoft, sent out a note to all Microsoft employees, sort of an end-of-year, you know, uh, thank you for all of your work. Uh, but also, as as part of that, he talked about a primary initiative that he's going to really want the company to succeed at in, in the year to come, and that is accessibility. And he he talked about it in his note, and it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you couldn't have asked the, for much better there, Eric. <laughs> no, it was um, it was neat to see. It was uh, almost sort of moving, actually, given where we've been with them in their applications and, and uh, where we are now and where I believe we can go um, in this partnership. And so it felt good. Now now the real work begins, though, uh, starting, you know, well, now, frankly, and getting these applications up to snuff, you know, to, to meet the needs of our, of our members, but even the broader community. Right. Well... It's it's a great accomplishment, and it certainly has a lot of promise for the future for all people who are using computers, for all blind people that are using computers and Microsoft applications, and I think it's an absolutely wonderful thing that has happened. And, of course, it's only as good as the ability of both Microsoft and ACB to pursue what's included in that press release. So um, I I think it'll be a really good thing because when it comes to accessibility, we're not going to just say, oh, um, yeah, let's see. We we talked about that, but not sure we can get to that right now. (laughs) That kind of thing is, is a priority, and especially in the email and the internet browser. I mean, here, I guess we've, you know, we've had it pretty good. You go back through some of the different versions of Windows, and I mean, I Explorer had its problems, but goodness, we could use it, you know. Um, and, and you know, Outlook Express may not have been perfect, but we could use it. And then to not have anything there, it 
that is what is a problem. You know, you, you if you give somebody something and then you take it away, they're a lot more irritated than if they never had it in the start, in the beginning. And and that's sort of how this how this is how this had turned out. Yeah, not only you know you took it away um, when you had it before, but this is core functionality, right? I mean, mm-hmm. how can you really? expect to do much of anything if you don't have access to your email or you don't have direct access to the internet. So exactly. That, you know, these are these are things that need to be corrected. I, I believe that they will be. And uh, you know, we've already had discussions about that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I look forward to twenty sixteen, you know, you can rest assured that, you know, we're gonna be there, we'll be active actively engaged with Microsoft mm-hmm. and uh I look for good things to come. That just sounds really good. Well, are you enjoying your um, executive directorship? You've been yeah, there you know, a couple I of months. Go to work for a couple hours a day. And yeah. Him and I take a nap. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, Eric. It's been um, yeah, it's been great. It's been uh, it's been a whirlwind though since mm-hmm. uh, I guess it was November first. It's been a lot of fun, and I, I appreciate all the the well wishes that I've received from a lot of our members. It, it means a lot, and I, uh, I'm looking forward to what we can accomplish in 2016. There's a lot of work that needs to be done, but we've also done some really good things in 2015. So it's just about you know continuing the momentum and mm-hmm. looking for different ways to carry out our mission. There's no you know end in what needs to be done. <laughs> right, right. And in the middle of all this, you're getting ready to move office will be moving the end of January. That's correct, yes. We'll be moving uh, from Arlington, where we are now, uh, just one town over, one suburb over, uh, to Alexandria. So uh, moving is never much fun, at least uh, (laughs) none of the times I've ever moved in my entire life has been very fun, but uh, I think think we've got, you know, actually I know we've got a good team of people here, and been working to make sure that uh, all of the logistics for the move are, are being taken care of enough ahead of time so that, you know, if snafus happen, which oftentimes do, that are out mm-hmm. of your control in mm-hmm. a move, um, mm-hmm. we'll be able to deal with those too. So. Sure, yeah. Well, we hope that you and your family have a wonderful Christmas and a great New Year, and we're going to look forward to super things in 2016 because I'm just sure they're going to be happening. Thank you. That was Eric Bridges speaking with Carla Rushville for a recent edition of Sound Prints, the weekly audio magazine of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prints covers news, issues, products, and resources of interest to people who are blind or visually impaired. Hosted by ACB Treasurer Carla Rushville, the magazine features a mix of local, state, and national topics discussed by a wide variety of guests. You can listen to Sound Prints on ACB Radio Mainstream at www.acbradio.org or on the phone at 605 605- 475-8130, Sundays at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, with repeats every other hour through Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Your long-distance plan charges and minutes usage will apply to the phone call. From the American Council of the Blind, you're listening to ACB Reports.
Registration for the mid-year meetings of the American Council of the Blind is now open. The meetings will be held on Saturday, February 27th through Tuesday, March 1st, 2016. The board meeting of the American Council of the Blind will be held on Saturday, February 27th. The affiliate president's meeting on Sunday, February 28th. The legislative seminar on Monday, February 29th. Capitol Hill Day, which is part of the legislative seminar, will be on Tuesday, March 1st. The meetings will be held at the Crown Plaza Old Town Alexandria, located at 901 North Fairfax Street, Alexandria, Virginia, 22314. Phone 703-683-6000 or visit com. That's www.cpoldtownalexandriahotel.com. The program agendas for the Affiliate President's Meeting and Legislative Seminar will be available closer to the events. For additional information or to register, visit https colon slash slash register.acb.org. You've been listening to ACB Reports, heard on radio information services nationwide on side four of the Braille Forum cassette edition and throughout the world on acbradio.org. ACB Reports is produced at Radio Reading Service of Mississippi, a service of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Send suggestions and comments about this program to reports at acbradio.org. Contact the American Council of the Blind online at acb.org or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another ACB Reports.